welcome, welcome, welcome back to Submitted to Serve. This is the day that the Lord has made. I am joyous. I am glad in it. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity to come and just share this word that the Lord placed on my heart coming out of Colossians 3.13. And the Bible reads, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. It is so important that we understand the power of forgiveness, which is a few simple words like I'm sorry and please forgive me. We can change the very trajectory of our lives from our finances to our health to our relationships. What is holding us back? is that bitterness, that unforgiveness. And we are struggling in so many areas of our life because we're holding on to offenses. We're holding on to past hurts. And we got to get to a place that we really let it go. Because at the end of the day, the only person that is being hurt is you. Christ died while we were yet in our sins. Christ died while we were yet sinners. Even on the cross, He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So who are we to hold a debt to somebody in our life when Jesus didn't hold the debt against us? He paid the debt. He took one for the team. And it's time we take one for the team. Whether it be your spouse, whether it be your children, whether it be a family member, whether it be your boss, whether it be a friend. It's time to take one for the team. And it's time to say, you know what? Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Whether you're right or whether you're wrong. Let go of your right to be right. Let go of your right to be right. Because at the end of the day, you're wrong. You're wrong. According to the word of God, we have no right to hold an offense to anyone. And I'm not neglecting the fact that what people do does not hurt. People offend us. People hurt, reject. At the end of the day, I cannot control what people do to me. I can only control what I do to them. And God called me to love them. God calls me to forgive them. God calls me to be merciful and kind to them. In spite of how they treat me. And that is what he's calling you to do. Because the end of the day, the only thing that would be holding my best blessings back is me. So many of us are crying out for God to show up and show out and bless us financially and bless us physically. Uh, Our health are under attack. Our relationships are under attack. And we can solve the problem with just a few words. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Because then we will begin to be acting like children of God. Only then when we begin to stand and position our rightfully position as heir to the kingdom and operate on a kingdom level and operate as our father operate is when we will see the blessings being made manifest in our life. But we want God to bless us and we want God to shower us with anointing and power. But we're angry with our brother and we're mad at our sister and we're not talking to our mothers. This is not the heart of God. He wants us to love one another in spite of. See, that is the power of true love. We're so conditioned 
And we're so conditional in our love. I love you till you hurt me. I love you until you disappoint me. I love you until you reject me. But that's not the love of God. We've been rejecting God time after time. We've been doing our own thing, being rebellious. We heard our grandmother and our mother talk about the Lord and we've been ignoring it. I'll get ready when I, I'll get right with the Lord when I'm ready. We've been rejecting him for the longest. We've been mistreating him for the longest. Yet his mercy is new every single morning. Yet his grace is sufficient for everything that we need. So how can we mistreat people when we doing the same thing to God? Are we being faithful to God every day? Are we doing the right thing every day? Are we being obedient and walking according to the Holy Spirit of God every day? I can be honest and say no. And I have to ask God to forgive me for not walking in accordance to his spirit and according to his word. It's not about perfection. God is not looking for perfect robots. He's looking for obedient servants. Like I, I want you to serve me in obedience. Not with anger, not with frustration, not because you feel like you have to on some religious robotic way. But I want you to follow my instructions and have a heart of understanding because I truly love you. I love you so much that I gave up my only begotten son that who should ever call upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. And while he was laying down his life for the entire world, he, were be, he was being rejected. That's why he was on the cross. They rejected the living Messiah. They spit on him. They beat him. They whipped him. They put a crown of thorn on his head. And at the end, he said, Father, forgive them. None of us has went through some of the stuff, most of the stuff that Jesus went through. So why can't we forgive our parents? Why, why we can't forgive our brothers and sisters? Why can't you forgive your husband? Why can't you forgive your wife? Why? What has they done that's so bad that they do not deserve forgiveness? They haven't done anything that bad. Because in spite of what we have done, while he was even on the cross... He said, Father, forgive them. They don't know. They don't know how much you love them. They don't know how much you care. And there's some people in our life that they don't know. They don't know how much you love them. They don't know how much you care. And they have fallen short and they have made mistakes and they have hurt you. They have abused you. They have abandoned you. They have rejected you, but they don't know. And it's up to you to say, Father, just like you forgave them, I'm going to forgive them too. Because you forgave me for all of my mess. And I'm going to forgive them. Because I don't want nothing hindering me from being blessed I don't want nothing stopping your hand in my life. I don't want nothing stopping your Holy Spirit from moving in my life. So it wasn't right. It wasn't fair. And it hurt. It hurt real bad, Lord. But I'm going to forgive them. And I'm going to give them to you. It is not my right to vindicate myself. 
It is not my right to defend myself. You are judge and the battle is yours. So I give it to you and I lay down my right to be right. I lay down this anger. I lay down this frustration. I lay down this offense and I lay it at your altar. And as you have forgiven me, Father, I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to let go of this offense. And it's funny because people hurt us time and time and time again. And I love for every need it's in the word of God because the disciples asked Jesus, how often should we forgive our brother who offends us? And Jesus said 70 times seven. That's a lot of forgiveness. That's basically saying there is no room for unforgiveness. That no matter what your brother and sister do, if they come to you and they say, please forgive me, forgive them. Let it go. And let me handle the rest. And because we're not doing it, some of us are caught up with inflictions and and diseases and infections. And we're battling all of these things because of unforgiveness. And we don't tie the two together. And it's amazing that you would not connect your sickness with unforgiveness. You wouldn't connect your lack of finances with unforgiveness. But the truth of the matter is... It's all tied in together because we cannot have a holy God bless unholy people. To operate in unforgiveness is to operate in unholiness. To operate in unforgiveness is to operate in unrighteousness. But we serve a God of righteousness. So how can we want the blessings and the beauty of God when we don't offer it? We don't offer it. There's a scripture in Romans 2, 4 that says it's the goodness and mercy of God that bring people to forgiveness. Sometimes we think when we hurt people back and we pay evil for evil and we smack them on the cheek and we do unto them as they done unto us, that that's going to make them change. And the truth of the matter, it's not. It's only going to make more war. It's only going to make more problems. But God said it's the goodness of God that will bring them to repentance. And what that means is that when you begin to be kind to someone who's being nasty to you, They know, every person know when they're wrong. People know when they have hurt someone, when they have disrespected someone, and when they have abandoned. So people know exactly what they're doing. So when you turn the table and you begin to show the love of God and you begin to show kindness unto them, it is that goodness that will break them. It is that goodness that would bring them to repentance and cry out to God and ask for forgiveness. It is that that will make them change their mind. Not you fighting, not you repaying them with evil, but allowing the goodness of God have mercy on them. That is what will change the heart of a a man. So I, I just bless you and I thank you even now that the Holy Spirit of God will begin to move on you as you have heard this message, that the Holy Spirit of God will begin to release the anointing that would break off every yoke that would hinder you from releasing the forgiveness there's a release that needs to take place because we're holding on to unforgiveness because we are holding on our rights to be right because the person was wrong the person hurt you i understand i get it but i'm asking you in the name of jesus to release it release that forgiveness into the atmosphere and allow them the same forgiveness christ allowed you Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the words to say. Ask the Holy Spirit to open up doors that you will begin to, you know, reconcile because he is a God of reconciliation. 
And he wants to restore your family. He wants to restore your relationship. He wants to restore your health. He wants to restore your finances. But it starts with a few words and it's, I'm sorry and please forgive me. And if you don't even know Jesus, if you're listening to this and you don't know Jesus, I, I bid you, I beg that you cry out to Jesus and invite him into your heart and make him your Lord and Savior, that you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit, because it is by the Holy Spirit that we are able to do all things. We can't do it on our own. We can't do it on our own. We need help. But we only receive the gift of the Holy Spirit when we call out for Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. So if that is you and you have yet to enter into a loving relationship with Jesus Christ, just just call on his name and say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I acknowledge that you are the son of God. I acknowledge that you have died for my sins and rose up on the third day. I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to wash me clean by your blood. And I ask that you send your Holy Spirit to help me live a life that is pleasing in your sight. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 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 Please, please, family, forgive. Forgive. The Bible says love, love covers a multitude of sins. Let that love change your life. In Jesus' name.